Listen, bro, I was thinking about doing it, but <laughs> just let it let it let it hang. You got, you got this wild wave swoosh thing going on, man. It's I'm I like I'm 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 fucking with it, but it's just it's distracting. No, it, it's not an every time thing, man. It's just it's just I I didn't feel like putting a hat on, but I also didn't feel like doing it, so I just kinda let it let it flow, you know. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Another edition of Heel Heat Heaven here on the Mike Podcast, and this is episode number nine of Heel Heat Heaven. And um, as always, monthly tradition, we got Tyree back here, and uh, we're here to discuss all the latest and uh, spiciest rumors in the wrestling community right now, as well as give our thoughts on last week's Fastlane show. Tyree, what's going on, man? How's your, ma- how's man. your past month been? Man, it's been okay. It's it's you know ups and downs, but I'm alive and moving, man. Alive and moving, and I'm slowly but surely getting my way to doing a muscle up. It's yeah, awesome. bro. I mean, I see you kind of thriving right now. You look like you kind of turned the clock back to 2013 in some of your workout videos. Well, yeah, and there's there's more on the way. Uh, I still got another uh, probably 30 pounds I gotta drop. So yeah. Bring that, bring that, bring that back down. Bring that weight back down to the teens and the twenties, the E's, you know, instead of the thirties or the forties or the fifties or the seventies. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, did you uh, happen to get around to watching Fastlane or at least pe- uh, peeking your head in last weekend? If so, what did you think? Uh, I, I saw a good amount when I was able. Uh, that was a fantastic show. There were some things I don't really agree with, but. It's. I think we're going to touch base on those in a little bit. Uh, all around the show was pretty decent. I would say uh, B minus. Yeah, I think that. I think that's fair. I, I gave it like more like a seven out of ten. Um, yeah. But but the thing was is like it wasn't it wasn't meant to. I feel like blow people away because it's a B tier show. We were we were kind of in an awkward position on the WWE calendar where we were like post SummerSlam, but like still far away from mania so it's kind of sandwiched in like a weird time um but i think now that we got through it we're we're kind of entering now what i consider probably like the meat and potatoes of the wwe calendar pretty soon here heading into the end of this year into early next so it served it served its purpose i liked that it was only three hours like this thing started at eight and we were already done by 11 o'clock so that's like a monday night raw episode that's how you know that's how it kind of flowed a little smoother too yeah i mean that's how i feel like that's how it should be we don't need uh 14 match cards you know what i mean like I know that I know that it exists uh, for those that are interested. You know, it's just not on the WWE end of the spectrum, but I know where you could find it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we'll 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 definitely get into fast lane. Um, I'd be re- remiss to not bring up uh, since the last time you and I have spoken, especially these past two weeks. Um, CM Punk chatter has been dominating the uh you know news news stream right now in terms of the wrestling product um i think when you and i spoke like about a month ago it was more 50 50 a week ago i was leaning like 70 30 now i'm like 60 40 every every week it's fluctuating for me whether or not i think he's coming back um what where is your head at now? Do you think that he's coming back or do you think this is kind of just all uh, 
I, I think he's coming back. I don't think he's coming back as soon as everyone's expecting him to, though. Um, and, you know, there was a report that just came out that, uh, you know, they pretty much shot him down. And I don't know if that was a red herring or if that was just a, if that's, a, you know, kind of a misdirection or whatever it may be. But, you know, it's there's too much money there. And, you know, no matter what, they're about money. You know, and if Phil still has that itch to wrestle, then he's going to go back to the E. And I still think he has that itch to wrestle. There's some money matches to be made there. I mean, him and Seth, him and Roman, you know, him and L.A. Knight, you know, him and him him and Cena, if Cena comes back one more time, you know, just just a lot of money to be made there. So I don't think there's a never, but I don't think he'll be back by SummerSlam, though, just by the way things have kind of been looking. You think maybe Royal Rumble or post Mania? I would, I would say earliest is Royal Rumble just to take advantage of him being on Mania. But then you know that turns into a completely different conversation because, like you know, one of his bigger issues is not main eventing WrestleMania, and he's not going to main event WrestleMania in this scenario. I mean, or unless they're going to do it like a triple or quadruple main event situation, even then. There's those main events, and then there's the actual main event that's closing out the show. So who is he going to main event over? The World Heavyweight Champion? Is he going to be in that match? Is he going to uh, is he going to uh, main event over the Universal Undisputed Champion? You know, the longest reigning champion in modern age. He's going to. I mean, is he going to be in that match? What if The Rock decides he wants to take that match and he actually goes through with it because they're going to give it to The Rock? You know. Uh, is the big is there a bigger money match in CM Punk versus Seth Rollins at Mania than it is like a Seth Rollins versus Gunther? You know, maybe maybe it's a bigger name, but like, I mean, Gunther has earned my respect and adulation at this point. So you know, I want to see him in that final match or see him elevated. Um, and CM Punk being happy doesn't really seem to be that high on my list of reasons why that shouldn't happen. No, and I feel like even if you were to come being brought in, I don't feel like you should give him a title match or a main event at Mania right off the bat. You gotta earn, you gotta build and earn trust first. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just be handing out, you know, stuff like that to that guy right away after like all the all the um, bridges he's burned over the years and stuff he said about the company and stuff. That's you know that that's not to say that it can't be happening over time but it can't be happening right, right. right away um right, right. but as for if i think he's coming back yeah i'd say so um i feel like they wouldn't be doing like all these slight references to him on weekly television if he wasn't they've been keep referencing stuff like the devil's greatest trick was making people he didn't believe that he existed um I think they said something at Fastlane after Seth won about him riding on the edge of a lightning bolt. And that was something that Punk posted on his story back in April. So, right. Seems like what well, too. I often, mean, it can also be them just taking advantage of the hype that's going on. Like, no matter yeah. what. I mean, that's, that's the thing. CM Punk's name is that big in the wrestling world and just in general now where you can you can get a rub off of just playing off of, uh, you know, the dirt sheets or playing off of, uh, you know, what happened in the past. You can, his name itself, you can still get a rub off of that. So, I mean, I, they're milking it as much as they can right now. Yeah. I mean, if in fact it, it isn't happening and they're still going ahead with these references, 
they're right. very smart and clever. Like, because this is not really anything that I think we would have saw under like Vince McMahon. I think who whomever is like in maybe the writings, writing team, creatives, even Triple H himself. Clearly, somebody's paid close enough attention and dug deep into like you know the ether to find like CM Punk content and kind of similar to how the white rabbit situation was when the Bray Wyatt uh, return vignettes were airing, how they were right. just throwing these like small little, like, you know, breadcrumbs here and there. And it was up for the fans to kind of figure it out. Like stuff from like his ring of honor days that we're seeing said on TV weekly, no casual fans going to know that initially, but clearly there's enough people that are, picking up on it because it's being shared each week on Twitter and stuff. So, you know, kudos to them if they're, if they're taking like the uh, initiative to come up with this stuff, because even if he's not returning and they're doing that, that's still a smart business play for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's keeping the buzz going. It's keeping the, the, uh, is it, is it a possibility? Is he coming? When is he coming? Is he coming in uh, SummerSlam? Is he coming for Mania? Is he coming to Raw after Mania? You know, but as long as they can keep that suspension of belief, you know, in the air, they can get money off of it. And, you know, honestly, it's going to keep people interested. Like, I, I can't pretend like I don't tune in, you know, or I don't pay attention to certain spots or certain sites just because I know they are going to be talking about CM Punk. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but like I said, I mean, when it comes in, like, you know, it, it has to be one, it has to be meaningful. And two, it has to it has to make sense. And then three, it it has to not disrespect, you know, the people who or the stories that are already in play, you know. Yeah. Well, another thing that was just recently said earlier this week is essentially Triple H has been all but given the keys to the uh, keys to the engine here with creative um, endeavors essentially knighted him as like the guy going forward. And I think in an interview yesterday, like uh, the, the president of TKO, like essentially threw Vince onto the bus and like yeah, almost blamed him for like the reasoning as to why the stock had gone down recently and stuff. So honestly, bro, I, I was nervous in the beginning, but something in my gut tells me <coughs> that, they kind of just wanted to tell Vince all the right things, wait until he sold the thing to them. And once they got, now they've got it, they're kind of slowly pushing him out the door and like pulling the rug out from underneath him. That's kind of what yeah. it feels like here. Yeah. So, and I mean, he should, it's, he should have took the retirement, bro. Just, just should have no, literally, he could have just, just, he could have just took the high road. Now he's going to go out like kind of on a, on a even bigger whimper here. <laughs> Yeah, or, or, or out on the stretcher, as they would say. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, um, if that's the case, man, we're, then the ball's in Triple H's court, and let's go, man. Like, you know, a lot of the things that he's been doing or he was doing, you know, I, I, I'm a card-carrying Triple H fan, though, so, I mean, I'm biased. Yeah. But, you know, it seemed like he was moving in the right direction until, you know, others got involved, got their hands involved, and started messing with it. I think you could even tell too with the product, especially the past three weeks. For me, Monday Night Raw was such like an up and down thing on a week to week basis, where like it just seemed like there was some obvious Triple H stuff, but then there was some other inconsistencies that I was like, 
I don't understand like where this is kind of coming from. These past three weeks, it seems like clear Triple H. We're seeing guys like Johnny Gargano and Champa get featured on TV weekly. Bronson Reed featured in like big roles. Things are making more sense. There's actual long term storytelling and dialogue being being happening. So I think we're I think we're officially in like sort of it reminds me of a little bit like last year's August, August of 2022, as soon as Triple H first took over. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Because like Vince was like fresh out the door and all that. And like we were getting a glimpse of like what an entirely booked Triple H product would look like. Kind of feels like we're a little bit in the same boat here. So that excites me as a fan, especially heading into like some of your key months here, like November and January. So, but yeah, that's a story for a different day because we're here to talk about Fastlane. Um, obviously, obviously, we talked about sort of, you know, what we thought about the show in terms of like letter grades and whatnot. But I kind of want to talk about the matches and give our thoughts a little bit on the outcomes. Um, so the tag team title match with the Judgment Day, they dropped the tag titles to, you know, Cody and Jey Uso. I thought it was a really good match. The only issue I have, though, I didn't like the Judgment Day drop the belts. Thanks. But when it comes to outcomes that I don't agree with, I try to reason with them, even if it's not something I would have necessarily wanted. Um, so I get where they're coming from. However, it's sort of it sort of bothers me that like the tag titles have kind of been relegated to being like more of at least this is just my interpretation here. Um, it feels like the tag team titles have become more or less like a prop or an extension to an overarching story necessarily than like the titles themselves being like center point. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree, um, which is my which is kind of one of my um, issues with Sami Zayn and Kevin KO having the titles uh, and having the titles as long as they did. Like, I understood that they had to finish the story, quote unquote, against the Usos um, and the bloodline. So I understood them winning. But after a while, it just seemed like it was just it was just KO and Sami Zayn with the titles. And it wasn't, you know, the tag team championship. Um, now, what we're going into today, um, yeah, man, because well, I'm not a fan of makeshift teams winning the titles. I'm not. I've never been a huge fan of that. I'm never. I've never been a huge fan of that because it's. <clears throat> and I guess maybe it cancels out because the Jesuit Day is low key a makeshift tag team as well, but. Like, I always felt like a tag team, you know, specializes in tag team wrestling and specializes in, you know, that match itself. So that it, it seems like a tag team that are used to being a tag team or like, or known tag team shouldn't lose to people who are just randomly put together and just have a hot or a hot right now. That doesn't, that, ne- that never made sense to me. But that's, that's, may- that's maybe me being picky. Um, but I understand why Jay and Cody won the titles. I'm not really a fan. Um, I, because like, and just like, I don't don't know if you saw with like, uh, you know, raw after Michael Cole kind of got in his ass, you know? So like, you know, 
So it's kind of like 2011. Bro, Michael Cole showed bro, up. Bro, heel Michael Cole showed up on some hey, bro, bro. I'm on you. Like he was we, checking we, him. Like Jesus. Like I felt bad. Like damn. But but like that's kind of but like just kind of what he was saying. Like that's, that's kind of the point because it's like, hey, bro, you here for like the title? You here for Roman's title? You here for the undisputed title? And there are actual tag teams that should be, you know, fighting and they should be building a story over the tag team titles. As a, because, like, we know you're not going to be champion long. We know you're not going to be tag team champion long. Because if you are, like, why would you be happy being tag team champion when you've already been tag team champion and, you know, you're trying to get the undisputed title? You're trying to get the title that you or your daddy or your brother never held. So, you know, it's a, it's like a, ah. I understand there is two of the hottest people in the company, but Jesus, man, come on. Yeah, I mean, like they sent Jay Uso over to Raw specifically, like so he could stand out as as his own like single star. But then he just, you know, goes to he's Raw back in the tag team. That's just to yeah, just to win the tag titles again. And this is all done with the specific intent to, because I think the tag champs, since it's undisputed, they're allowed to bounce from Raw and SmackDown. And we're seeing tonight, Jay and Cody are on SmackDown tonight. Um, This is a way to get Cody on SmackDown. But they didn't need this way to get him on SmackDown because there was a trade anyway. And they never, it's been over a month. It's been a month and a half. And they've yet to announce. We we don't know who the trade is. (laughs) And it's clearly supposed to be Cody. I just don't know why they haven't announced it yet. I mean, I know why, you know, from a, you know, backstage perspective, it's because they're trying to stall for time here. Um, because you know, we all know it's kind of end game here with Roman and Cody, and they need to like draw this thing out. And and you know, I think that's why they have them win the tag titles too. Um, Paper is a long time away, bro. Mm-hmm. Long yep. time away. So we we got a bunch of tag teams that I feel like are kind of getting stifled right now because they're not able to really fight for those those belts. Um, so it remains to be seen how long Cody and Jay hold these belts for, but bro, uh, I might bet my kidney on it. Like I genuinely see a world where crown jewel Cody and Jay are defending against Jimmy and solo. <laughs> like, I'm not ruling that out. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. You might be right. I don't want to see that match. No, 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 no. Jimmy and Jay cannot make contact until until Mania. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that at all. Uh, I I think you're right though. I think you're right. Because yo, Roman's back tonight. He's gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? These dudes are. This guy's supposed to be in our family, and he's he's you know teaming with the enemy. And then you guys lost your match on Saturday. You guys got to handle this. You guys got to face these guys at the next show. So yeah, it'll be a checking. be a checking of Jimmy as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. There'll be a, there'll definitely be because Jimmy's been tripping. Jimmy's oh, yeah. he's Jimmy, been, Jimmy's been tripping. He's been unserious as fuck. Good, bro, what are you doing, bro? He, he's, no, 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 bro. You don't get to do that. That's only for the tribal chief. The tribal chief doesn't. But, uh, what, what what do you think about this take, bro? Not to get off too too off track here, but I think Jimmy's theme song is better than Jay's. <laughs> you might be right. I think Jay's is more crowd friendly though. 
Right. Like as a genuine song though, I think Jimmy might have yeah. a better one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think I don't think you're wrong there. I don't think you're wrong there. But like like for 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 what they're doing with East Brother and they're trying to, you know, the main event Uso, you know, main event Jay Uso, excuse me, you know, he, he needs the more crowd interactive song. Yeah. So, so good. Maybe it balances that. Mm-hmm. Well, Cody and Jay are defending, you know, the tag titles on Raw in a rematch with the Judgment Day. So who knows? Maybe they win it back there. I don't I'm not too sure. But from what Cody tweeted last night, apparently they're going to be having an open challenge tonight. So we might be seeing a SmackDown team answer that call. And honestly, if there is somebody that does, I would not mind seeing Theory and Grayson Waller answer the open challenge tonight. I wouldn't. Honestly, I I knew you was kind of going to go there, and I'm okay with that. Um, It was either them or the Brutes. Well, the Brutes, I think, are scheduled to fight pretty deadly tonight. Oh shit! Dude from Pretty Deadly's back. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Tonight's the return. I, I, I don't care, bro. I love Pretty Deadly. Like, bro, bro, I'm, I'm a love, fan, dude. I'm a I just for let me Deadly. tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. I the moment I realized they were based off of the dudes from Family Guy, I was good. I was, I was told Family Guy. I'm, this is yeah. all new to me. <laughs> so there's a there's two guys on Family Guy. It's from like from the earlier seasons. Okay. They're two like foreign guys. But they're real. They're real happy. They're they're pretty boys. They're blonde, but they're and but they don't really understand like the like the English language all the way, or they don't understand mm-hmm. like American customs. And like you know, their foreignness gets them into small hijinks. It's it's, it's actually pretty funny. But that's okay. who Pretty Deadly is based on. Uh, is this real right. shit? Like this is this this is this is a typhusis thought. But like I'm oh, okay. tr- like I would not be surprised because like if you see it, if you if when you find it. You'll you'll look at you'll think about Pretty Dead is like you know it okay, all right. It's either that or they're doing a pretty boy version of Be- Beavis and Butt. So yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Pretty Deadly beat Cody and Jay somehow. <laughs> they're oh they're getting the titles, bro. I don't. It might oh, not yeah. be as soon, but they they they're, 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 they're gonna be getting those titles soon. People, pretty they Pretty Deadly is a fantastically quality heel team that we haven't had in a long time. Hmm. Well, I mean, speaking of heel teams, we had a match. It was the second match on Fastlane. We had the – I'm calling them the Hurt Profits just to simplify things. We don't have an official name yet. Um, oh, we, had, okay. we had the Hurt Profits versus the LWO. And the big story coming out of this was obviously the return of Carlito. But, bro, what in the Pitbull hell was that song? That that was a Pitbull song. That's what it sounded like, genuinely. <laughs> I'm listening to this shit and I'm like, bro, did they accidentally like have an ad for Pitbull like through the intercom listen, right now? Because like, listen, listen, listen. Sometimes, sometimes they just go right away, man. And that's I'm just gonna leave it at that because you're right. Um, what 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 are they doing with Lashley and the Prophets though, man? Like you, that's a what are you doing? Like they have to win that match. Even if it's by heel, especially at this point, definitely by heel tactics, they have to win this match. What are you guys doing? What yeah. are you doing? Why, why, why are they losing this? That you're trying to establish them as a heel trio, as, as a heel faction. They can't lose this. And the LWO, they, like we all know, Escobar is going to turn soon. But damn, he's turning. He's turning. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. 
Honestly, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt it if Carlito turns too, and they just kick Ray out of the group. <laughs> Straight up. That seems like some Carlito shit. Like, bro, he's got to turn heel. Carlito is a heel. Dude. is unbeaten, bro. Like, bro, I'm they, sorry. Bro, it's they got to do that and then recruit. Uh, you're, you're right, bro. They got to. They got to do that and then recruit. Uh, uh, down, down, Mysterio, bro. They might. They genuinely. They, they have to do that, bro. They're, like, they're gonna do it, and like Dom Dom, that has to be the leader, bro. <laughs> no, like one thing that I thought was encouraging, though, last Friday on SmackDown, Lashley beat Ray technically, so we know he's probably next in line to get a U.S. title shot because you know he holds a victory over Ray technically now. So, right, bro, right. I, I, you know, I respect what Ray's done for the business and all that stuff, man. But like. I'm, his, his U.S. title is just not him. On, him with the U.S. title is just not it. I'm I'm not, I'm just not feeling it. Um, and I kind of feel like, unfortunately, not to disrespect his career or anything, I just feel like every time Ray's had a title, that's a singles title, just, just doesn't just doesn't really quite hit the mark. There's some truth in that. There, uh, there's some truth in that. But I also feel that. Uh, Shit. It's not that it don't hit the mark. It's just that him going against the people who are like literally double his size makes everything else unbelievable. Like right. him losing to a match against the big show, you know, no, and we all understood it was outside interference and everything, or just, or just those kind of situations with the great Kali. Mm-hmm. Or 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 and I think that meme that's going around like did a lot to mess with it too. There's there's a meme of like Mark Henry, the big show, and the great Kali on one side of the ring and his versus and his Ray on the other side. And someone said, uh someone saying, I stopped watching wrestling when Ray Mysterio won this match. And I that never actually happened. There was a two-on-one <laughs> situation in one of those situations. So it was like there's like two of the three against Ray. You know, so that one ever ended up happening, but that's been going around for a couple of years now, man. So like, that's kind of messes with it too. Um, but it, all of his wins have been, for as great as he is in the ring, they've always been more on the storyline, and I yeah. think that's one of the t- triggers. The 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 his first win, his worst main title win, like main main title win, like heavyweight title win. Was you know based off of Eddie passing. Mm-hmm. The second main title win <clears throat> was because someone got injured, I think. You know, yeah. and I think the third title win was a, was only for a night. Well, yeah, it was um, because actually, Cena challenged him. Yeah, no, I, I think his his second world title win was the one where um, he uh, he won it in the Fatal Four Way from Swagger, and then Kane cashed in on him the next pay per view. No, 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 because he because Kane cast in the same night, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah, he did. And then but he but Ray also uh lost the WWE title in the same night too to Cena during the whole Yeah, conference. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I thought um I thought that Kane cast in the same night to beat Ray Mysterio. And Mysterio lost to Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So two All twice right. he's lost in the same night. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Excuse me. Yeah. I, I would not mind 
actually, as a matter of fact, I would advocate for Lashley to take the U.S. title off of Rey Mysterio because Lashley had a really Lashley had a really underrated U.S. title run last summer when Triple H. He was every fucking week, bro. He was putting on fucking bangers with. He was put on bangers with Champa, Rollins, Styles. It fucking Miz theory like he was he was banging last summer under when Triple H first took over so and that was as a face too now he's got more yeah. character now he's got more character arc so let's just get some gold on that group and start building them up um and then you know build to the build to the you know falling out of LWO if you will or at least the falling out of them and Ray yeah because they're definitely kicking Ray out the group they're, yeah, they're definitely going to sure. do uh <laughs> They're gonna do a judgment day to edge. Uh, that's exactly the good. Also, Carlito, you join Carlito? Oh, welcome, Carlito. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 gonna stomp you out now. So, yeah. And here's a new leader, Dom Dom Mysterio. Ah, yeah. I don't. You know what I don't understand though, bro, is like when Carlito came out at Backlash, they had his original theme song. So, like, what? You lose the rights to it in like four months, five months, whenever that was. You know what I think it is, man. Straight up, if I'm playing devil's advocate here. Do you know who Jim Johnston is? He wrote all the... Uh, yeah, no, he was a man. Yeah, yeah. He did all, like, the, you know, OG WWE songs. Their new... I don't I'm going to... Oh, no, I think it's CFO is, like, the... um, Who makes their current WWE songs. I, I think that was just WWE being petty and just being like, ah, oh, we kind of don't want to use Jim Johnston songs anymore. That's just truly what I think it was. But. Uh, I mean, you might be right, which doesn't make sense. I mean, I understand in a business long point of view, you're investing in someone else and, you know, you don't want to use the past, but, like, the songs were far superior. So, the Jim Jim Johnson era of professional wrestling music is unparalleled and unmatched. I don't think there's anyone who's actually legitimately touching the guy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we've got... Up next, we had the women's triple threat match, which I thought was a very good match. And to my shock and dismay, but also to my um, to my pleasure, EO Sky won. But not only did she win, she pinned Charlotte. So bold move on their end because I didn't see that coming. I genuinely, if I was a betting man, I would have said Oscar was getting pinned. Now there was oh, the absolutely. camera. There was the caveat here that Asuka did technically tap out before EO got that pin um, on Charlotte. But nonetheless, in the record books, Charlotte was pinned um, and EO retains. But, you know, it's a glass half full here because you and I both know Charlotte's coming out tonight saying, well, Asuka, I got Asuka to tap out first. So I'm owed a rematch. And we're getting a one-on-one. Act most likely crown jewel and um wouldn't shock me to see Charlotte uh pick this win up. <laughs> Listen, as it is inevitable that the sun is going to rise, Charlotte's going to become women's champion. Yeah. And, right. it's, and it's going to be it's gonna be at the extent of someone that you like. That's just the rule. This is how it is. That was them throwing EO a bone. It's like we'll let you, it we'll was. let you like get a tainted pinfall, pinfall victory over her. But when it comes down to game time, when it's just you and her you, in that you, ring, you lose. Nope. No, you, yeah, you're dropping the bill. You're dropping. Yep. You're gonna, you're gonna give it to Charlotte. Yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. And Bro. you're gonna do it happily. Man, it's 
it's it's like really frustrating though because like clearly this is set up for a Charlotte Bianca match at Mania. Very clearly. They're keeping Bianca off TV to separate and stall for time. Right. You can do that without the title. Like they're both made women. Bianca just had a long ass reign the past year, a year and a half, actually. Um, and then Charlotte, I mean, you know, that doesn't even have to be said. They're both made women. They right. don't need a title to be involved in this. The story is Bailey and EO. That's where the story is. That should be the WWE Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 40. Charlotte and Bianca, if they want to run that match, by all means, go right ahead. But it does not have to be for the title. I think I think that Bailey should either win the Royal Rumble or the Women's Elimination Chamber. Um, yep. To face EO at Mania. Because I, for, for the belt, specifically. Um, but... You know, I'm preaching. I'm preaching to the wall right now because I don't think anybody's listening to me. <laughs> it's because you're making sense, buddy. That's usually yeah. what happens. It's because you're making sense. That's exactly where the story is, and they should flesh this out until Mania season. You know, they have Bailey do the turn because she's a fantastic heel. And I think she's a better heel than EO is a than EO is, in my opinion. I think EO should definitely run the face, and they should definitely run for the title at Mania. Remains to be seen if that's going to happen. Um, but if I'm no, betting, Charlotte's going to be Char- Charlotte will be at Mania at, at either as or fighting for the belt. That's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be as champion if I had to guess. Yeah, Bianca will probably come back like maybe Rumble time. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Next up, we had the John Cena and LA Knight match against Jimmy and Solo, and the rise of LA Knight. It's here, like officially official. Stamp the check. He is a main eventer now. Um, I like that after the match when Cena went to raise his hand. So subtle. I don't know if this was planned or if it was an ad lib by night. He's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm going to raise your hand. And you want to know why that was key and important? Because here he got his hand raised to payback. That's a different story. Knight's arrived. He doesn't need another hand raise or approval because had he gotten his hand raised again by Cena – I feel like it would have ultimately almost been viewed as almost like, oh, yeah, here's a little kid standing in the ring with his idol type of thing. For Knight to yeah. then ad-lib that and raise Cena's hand, that ultimately shows like, oh, these – obviously we know they're not on the same level. But like in that split moment, these guys are like equal. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. why it's key for him to do that. Like, no, no, I don't need your stamp of approval anymore, bro. Like I'll show you – I your- respect it, but I don't yeah. need it. Yeah, like – and they were even chanting for Knight with Cena in the ring before that match started. They were chanting for Knight. So he's definitely – he's over right now. They're not even hiding from it. Um, where does this go from here? Because now that Knight's actually interacted with the bloodline, one would think a Roman Reigns-LA Knight match is sooner than later. I've seen some debate on whether or not this should happen because people are like, well – there's a high likelihood he's not winning. But if he loses, he's going to lose all his momentum and whatnot. I have the counterpoint to that, that, you know, despite possibly losing, him being in that spot with Roman is going to be the biggest match of that that guy's career. And just, just him getting, like, you know, that 
that spotlight is big in of itself. And that's just, I think to further establish like him being like a, you know, top level guy. Um, do you, do you feel like that match is going to happen at any point before mania or do you feel like it shouldn't because of his momentum possibly being halted? Where are you at as far as that goes? Uh, I am in, I am never under the belief that a single match or a single loss is going to hold anyone's momentum. Um, I believe you can get put over in a loss, i.e. Uh, Tiffany Stratton versus Becky Lynch. I feel like one for that 100%. Um, I, in being realistic and knowing that the next person who's probably going to beat Roman is more than likely going to be Cody. Um, I would wait on that match. Um, but the thing is, it's my understanding that could be wrong, but it's my understanding that after Roman actually drops the title, like he's going to go on a hiatus, so that might not be work either. It's not going to mess up his. I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. Oh, no, yeah, no, go for you can finish. Um, I don't believe it's going to mess up his momentum, but. You know, when he gets that title shot, I want him to win. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I when they when they decide to put the on him, sorry about that, bro. No, you're good. Uh, but when they when when they put that rocket on his back, like, I want him to get the belt right now. Anyone fed the Roman before Mania is 99% going to lose. So, I don't know. I'm right. kind of on the fence with that. For for me, it's like my heart speaking. It's like I'm thinking with my heart instead of my head because I know that a Knight-Roman feud, if it doesn't happen before the Cody match, a Knight-Roman match to this magnitude is never happening again. They have a serious chance to draw some like not only money here because Knight is Knight's draw. He's a he's a draw. He should be considered a draw now. He's like he's been their top merch seller for the past three months. He's getting putting asses in seats everywhere I look. There's people holding up yeah signs. They got yeah shirts and all this shit on. So he's very clearly a draw. Roman, that goes without saying. He's the biggest draw in the industry right now. Them two in a program. I just feel like we're if we don't have it before the Cody match, we're never gonna get it to this magnitude because we don't even know. Like Roman could back come back after the Cody feud and then turn into a face, and fans will start to you know give him face treatment again. So we don't know what it's gonna look like. Yeah, I don't ever want to see that man as a face again. But you're absolutely, oh, yeah, you're absolutely right, bro. You are absolutely right. So like I, honestly, it might, might be better for the uh, for that match to happen in, in the sooner. And, you know, just for L.A. to, you know, kind of have to eat the L. But he has to, if that's his case, then he has to get put over in a way where that L, you know, can get ignored or that L can get, well, you know, passed over. It can't be a dominant loss, like, you know. I think it really depends, honestly, where they're going with the Royal Rumble. Because if Knight's not winning the Royal Rumble – a smart play might be because if you think about it here, we've got Survivor Series is at the end of November. 
and then the rumbles at the end of January. We've got like a solid two months, month and a half. You could build to a Roman and LA night match for like a month up to the Royal Rumble after Survivor Series um, to sell that match and like make night look believable. And I think that having him have a match with Roman to main event the Royal Rumble show, it's already telling fans, like, all right, guys, like, we're giving him, like, the biggest match that you could possibly have in this company, but he's not winning the Royal Rumble. Because I feel like if you, if the plan isn't to have him win the Royal Rumble, but you still have him in the match, you run the risk there, no matter who wins. Because whether it's Cody going back to back, whether it's Gunther, I feel like everybody's going to be going into the Royal Rumble match if Knight is in it with the mindset that this guy's got to win it. So you might you might be better suited just giving him the Roman match straight up at the Royal Rumble because you're letting your fans know already in advance, like, all right, you know, this guy's not winning the match. All right. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, see, I, see, I see you uh, looking at it from a Booker point of view. I see you. Bro, I, I've already got the roadmap laid out on my. I got uh, the young, young Tony Khan over here. Oh, come on, bro. You know I'm a better Booker than that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's still you crying on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, my God. He's got to log dude, out. He, dude, he has to relax. So. Yo, they saw um, SmackDown's apparently SmackDown and I think Collision are on the same day on November seventeenth. That's gonna be a slaughterhouse. You know they're gonna put Roman and fucking Roman versus Hulk Hogan on that show just to pop a rating. <laughs> I hope he stumps Hogan out. Yeah, really? no, I do too. Um, really? Yeah. So, um, who, yeah, I was, I was thinking like, if you would have told me two weeks ago, I think it would have been a, a more clear indicator of who's winning the Royal Rumble. I don't think I know as of this moment right now, I feel like there's pains me to say it, but Cody's definitely, you can't rule him out. Um, Gunter is obviously a top contender, but I still don't know what's happening with that intercontinental title. LA Knight's a contender and hell wild card pick here is Finn Balor given you know, if Priest has the world title heading into Mania or not. Um, so I don't even know who's winning the Royal Rumble as of right now, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Not really a bad thing, but it's it's a good thing. I think having an unpredictability factor here is actually very important, um, and I like that because under Vince, Goldberg would have been winning it already. Um, it's going to be Gunther. You think so? I mean, I wouldn't hate it. He's one of my top two picks. It's either him or Knight that has to win it. No questions asked. Um, main event, Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura, last man standing. I saw a lot of people getting salty. That yeah, when you're ready. So, okay. One more time. Main event, Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins. I saw a lot of people being salty that Shinsuke didn't win. Where, where was your head I'm at? salty. I'm salty. I'm salty. And it's not even that I'm not a fan of Seth Rollins. You know I'm a fan of Seth Rollins. You know I'm a fan of the Visionary. I think he's a fantastic – I think he's the Shawn Michaels of this generation of workers. But, Mm. I mean, y'all got to put some respect on Shinsuke's name at this point. Like, what what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? 
Like, what are we doing? Because, like, what I think we we even maybe even said it last time. Like, how many more times are he is he going to be featured in his position? You know, and unless like this is going to result in a Drew McIntyre win, then okay. But you know, it's it's not that I, I want Seth to lose, but like I want these other people to win. Right. I, I want to see a more serious Seth. I understand like, the whole like you know Joker stuff and whatever, but like I felt like I would have. I liked him better when he was doing that goofy stuff when he was chasing rather than actually being the champion. Um, I would like for him to get like a little bit more serious for my liking. Um, but yeah, I mean, for him to kayfabe survive all the shit that he did after having that fucked up back is <laughs> it was certainly a choice. Um, right. Like they literally had the man back get targeted every week, you know, chairs, you know, knees, getting slammed on shit, and they worked it throughout the match. Mm-hmm. All right, it seemed like some super Cena shit. So, well, I mean, you know, we saw the next night Drew McIntyre came out, not a full blown heel turn yet, but oh, it's coming though. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. We got the, we got the, I don't know if it's happening at Crown Jewel. It might happen at Crown Jewel itself. I want Drew to win this match, bro. I want him to win it. Same. Same. That's, a, that's, that's really my only thing where it's like, all right, well, this is why, this is more than like why Seth took the L. I'm sorry, Seth, uh, CSK took the L because like Drew's taking it at, you know, uh, Crown Jewel. So. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about – I got two ways that I would book this at Crown Jewel. Either Drew just wins dirty outright or yep. or we have a finish similar to Brock and Cody's backlash match where, like, Cody, like, technically pinned Brock because his shoulders were down type of thing and, like, Seth retains. And then after the match, Drew, like, shakes his hands, like, all right, you got me, man. But then, like, low blows him after the match. And then we get a rematch at Survivor Series, and that's when Drew wins. One of those two. But Drew's got to come out of this feud with the title no matter what. I want him to win dirty at Crown Jewel. Like, I'm talking about, like, blatant net shot. Play, play more. Back shots everywhere, bro. <laughs> One minute. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, no, he definitely has to win. The, he has to win the belt. He has yes, to win through all. Like, he, he, Seth cannot come out of this with the title. It doesn't make sense. That is, and honestly, he's going to shoot Drew in the foot. So, that I think will kill his momentum. Oh yeah, this is this is like. This is like the last stand for Drew. If he loses another big thing, it's like his credibility is going down the shitter if he doesn't win this. Um, are you in favor of him after he goes heel, bringing back the Broken Dreams theme? Because he's been teasing Absolutely. that. He, he posted Absolutely. a video on that on TikTok. I think it's coming back. Yeah, man. His, his current theme is too facey. Yeah, it's too happy, and it, and it makes you want to cheer. Like, no, no, I want angry Drew. Mm. I want to kick you in the mouth, Drew. I want angry Drew that has a championship, but they say the championship that he won at Mania, so it's not really the same championship. Anger Drew. That's what I want. Broken dreams, angry ass Drew. That's what I want. 
Well, I'm interested to see what happens uh, coming out of this and going into Crown Jewel. Tonight, SmackDown, man, it's going to be loaded. Triple H is making an announcement. Roman's back. We got a star-studded show. I can't wait. And um, thank you all for tuning in to another episode. Tyree, thank you again. My man. All right, bro. Peace out, bro.